0: hello 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 everyone and welcome to the mind is the matter podcast where we will be expanding our minds to its fullest potential bringing it to its peace and healing and loving ourselves along our journey i am your host Alyssa. so let's get started
1: we're just going off yeah
2: (laughs) what's up you guys Welcome back to the Mind is a Matter podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa, and today I have a very special guest. I've actually known him since middle school, so let's <laughs> go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: What's up, y'all? I'm Joel. Um, yeah, I've known Alyssa since we were in middle school.
2: I think we had civics class together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Mr. Mr. Arnold.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, that was funny. Uh, yeah, well, so we we kind of knew each other, but we, back. we weren't really like two, like, bigger friends, and then, like, later on in life, we kind of reconnected a little bit, and then, honestly, I haven't haven't seen Alyssa here in probably over a year, so it's good to see you again, honestly.
3: It's good to see you.
2: So, we're just going to dive deep into this, which was actually inspired by him, and you want to go ahead and tell what today's title is?
1: Got you. So, today, what we're going to be talking about is Tearing Down Walls You Built. And um, yeah, I think it should be a very interesting idea topic. Um, I know it's something I can relate to. Definitely, yeah, he
2: literally made a whole outline, y'all. So he's prepared. He came, <laughs> he came prepared today.
1: Uh, I'm I'm not gonna try to be all <laughs> preachy and stuff. I'm no, just, you it, know, but
2: but it's really good. Like I didn't even take a look at it, but I have a good feeling. Like like I said, I always want this podcast to be authentic as possible, so nothing is ever read off any. Well, I mean, we can have read offs with stuff, but like just.
1: Yeah, Everything we're gonna, that's like coming
2: from the mind, like from how he stems off with how he feels towards it and how I do. And then obviously just asking questions in between. But for today's quote, it is your past is a lesson, not a life sentence. Forgive yourself and focus on the future. So, of course, this quote definitely wraps into today's topic. So let's go ahead and get into it. You want to start it off since you're, you know, you kind of guided it.
1: I got you. I got you. All right. All right so the first point I want to make is. Before you tear down the walls that you built. Because um, we all have walls. I feel like we all have walls. Maybe it's just me. But uh, we. I feel like we have to look at the walls. And I think the two things we need to do first is we need to understand why we built these walls in the first place. Okay. Because without understanding that, you just fail to understand. You can't just look at the downsides of the walls. You have to look up why the walls were there in the first place and then secondly you need to understand why these walls need to be broken down why this thing that once helped you is now causing you pain it's causing you um opportunities going away that should you know life wants to put things good in your life and, mm, um, so
2: it's kind of like blocking your own blessings in a way exactly like, so are these walls as a metaphor like kind of like setting a boundary for yourself and how and learning how to let go of certain hatred that you may have towards certain things like letting go of certain pain so that way you can open opportunities into your life or are you talking about like learning how to understand what What these walls are built up for, and knowing when to like when the right opportunities or the right person comes into your life to actually take certain, you know, bricks down.
1: Definitely, definitely the latter. The analogy that I thought of uh, looking at this topic is I'm a big UFC fan, I'm a big Mm -hmm. boxing fan, I like fighting, so I see it through a fighting analogy. You know, life will hit you, life will punch you, Mm -hmm. um, whether it's one person in particular, whether it's a situation, you'll, you'll deal with stuff and you'll be hurt. You'll, you'll be in pain. And your natural instinct is to put your hands up to block, you know, to weave trying to get away, to put up your shield. And that is a completely natural thing. It's what we need to do. We have to block out the negativity. We have to block out the pain. But the problem is that pain doesn't last forever. Uh, life comes in waves. So, yes, so you're going to deal with good things and bad things in your life. But the thing is, if you've been hit so much, if you've dealt with so much pain, so much hurt from one person or a bunch of people, um, when good things in your life come around, when the fight is over, Mm -hmm. your hands are still going to be up. You're still going to have that shield. And you have to focus on taking down that shield when it when you're not in danger anymore when when the fear of pain
3: like the
2: defense is no longer up anymore like you yeah. know like you're in a safe environment like you know this is somewhere that i don't necessarily have to be in fight or flight i can be in rest and digest now
1: 100 percent there's going to be people who want to hurt you there's going to be people people who want to love you but hurt you on accident yeah. so you're going to build these defenses but there are also going to be people that want to hug you want to love you want to tell you that you're worthy of these things that you are worthy of. But if you're in a defensive mode, you might hit back and that will back them up. That will back the love away. I feel like if you have your defenses up um, to an unhealthy extent, to a toxic extent, um, it's just going to dampen your opportunities for the things that you deserve, that you value, like love or community, having your tribe. Um, you're gonna you're just gonna deal with a lot of pain that is self caused because of these this shield this prison in a sense that you put yourself in.
2: So, would you say that you have experienced this, and this is why, like, it kind of inspired that topic, like, of discussion? Like, have you ever experienced whether that's relationships in the past, or you know, certain opportunities that you've been presented with that you feel as if that you've been in that defensive block and you didn't allow these good things to come in. So like explain one situation that you feel like you've had that you can relate to this.
1: Okay. So, um, to start with that, I'll take it back to when I was younger. When I was younger, I was, uh, I would say I would describe myself as, you know, a very, you know, joyous person, a very happy person. And, you know, over the course of life, it's these these one-off events, these slight kinks in the armor that make you want to step back and put up put up your shield. Um, I've dealt with this in a lot of areas. I've dealt with this in school, where you know you're around people and you kind of take take the hits, mm-hmm. take the hits. Um, I've dealt with this with family, and that's one thing I want to say, like these kinks in your armor, these, uh, slight hurt that people around you do. It doesn't necessarily mean they want bad for you. It doesn't necessarily mean they're the enemy. Oftentimes it's the people you love the most that will hurt you. And over the course of time, pain can, um, pain can make you put up this armor. And like I said, it's natural. It's, uh, it's necessary at times. Um, but like like i was saying i i think i've dealt with it with family i've dealt with it with relationships i've dealt with it
2: give me like a situ, like an actual situation that you feel like that you've been in like let's let's start with
3: you know family
2: like what what do you feel in like that you've been put in that you feel like this is the result of that
1: okay so to start off i just want to say this like i said this is a safe platform like this is anonymous
2: like you tell Mm -hmm. your story yeah and you feel like i mean of course like it's however you want to portray it Mm -hmm. but just speak your truth yeah because you never know there's somebody out there that could possibly be like oh my god like i literally went through the same exact thing so like little do you know like just expressing things that's happened to you things that you've endured Mm -hmm. can make someone else be like wow like this has happened, this has happened to me, or this is happening to me in the way, you know, possibly the way you've healed out of it, or how you've learned from your past mistakes or your past choices to your decisions now can, you know, possibly inspire someone out there who is listening to understand, like, you know, damn, I've been through this and like, you know, I never thought about it like that. I've never given it like that type of perspective. That's why I always say it's a safe, it's a safe place just to like kind of express like what's happened to you. And kind of reflecting on that and how you responded to that as, an, as a young adult.
1: Mm-hmm. So I'll get into the family aspect of it. You know, I kind of grew up, you know, um, I grew up in a very religious uh, household. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Same. very, very strict, Very not not very strict, but there were rules, there were things. Um, and I was, my family is like, I was the good, the good kid. I was the... The one, the poster boy, the one they they could be, you know, proud of, and over over time, over my journey, especially through uh, the later stages of middle school into early high school, I uh, started getting some some things I shouldn't have. I uh, started, you know, not doing my schoolwork as much as I needed to. I started getting into well, it started with you know marijuana and alcohol. Come on, yeah, we all alcohol. smoke weed. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're thing, adults the, the here. The thing okay. is it it, this is a, pro- it this definitely uh, progressed. Uh,
3: <laughs> this is a very explicit podcast. No younger than eighteen
2: is listening to this. So, <laughs> yes, we smoke weed, y'all. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. It, it started so kind with, of
2: getting mixed up in the wrong crowd a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And um, I I always felt my parents' love, but there were slight things that would be said or maybe just facial expressions where I could feel that there was this barrier. There was this um, feeling that I was fucking up. There was this feeling that uh, I wasn't good enough. There was this feeling because I have family sisters and there was this feeling that they were on the right path and I was on the wrong path. So. They got some opportunities I didn't get. They they got, you know, a, the type of treatment that I wouldn't receive. And some of that is justified because I was uh, doing things I shouldn't have. Well, can I
2: cut I- you off on that, though? Because, like, I feel like no matter what – because, like, I feel like sometimes – we tend to compare to our siblings or to our like certain family members because like, okay, they're getting appraisal mm. and I'm not. But like at the same time, they're also not acknowledging the fact that, okay, maybe I should be talking to my child in different manners instead of just, oh, okay, he did this again or, you know, just a negative reinforcement because I feel like that doesn't help a kid out. Like if anything, I think that makes a child feel more like a black sheep in the family and thinking like, okay, you know, my sister's doing great, my other sister's doing great, my brother's doing great, but, like, I feel like I'm kind of falling back, but at the same time, I'm getting, I'm not getting the same recognition, like, it's kind of, like, you can feel, like, even as, from a younger eyes, because, like, I know you said this was around, like, high school and, like, middle school, so, I mean, at the end of the day, you find your own way, like in your own life like everybody is uniquely in their own path so just because you know your sisters were on this path and you know maybe your parents reflected to them in a different manner than they did to you if anything i mean i could speak for myself i grew up with my cousins and my aunt like mm-hmm. me and my mom like when we were homeless at one point we had moved in with my aunt so My aunt was obviously going to treat her children in a different way that I was treated. But of course, the appraisal was different because I would be doing the same exact thing as my cousin was doing. And I would never receive the same response back to them. Like my graduation, my family did not stay for my entire graduation, the way they stood for my cousin's graduation. And it's like I was the second one in our family to actually graduate high school. Out of the four cousins I had, two of them, me and my, my one cousin, we were the only ones that graduated. So it's like... The other ones got pregnant. The other one's, you know, dropped out of high school. So why is it that you're only showing favoritism to one child? I mean, I get it. I'm not my aunt's child, but family's family. You know, it doesn't matter whether that's your sibling, whether that's your cousin. You know, if we're living under the same house and you're being like, you know, oh, my God, I'm so happy for you. And then the other child is literally doing your niece is literally doing the same exact thing and you're just kind of like downplaying it i mean me i feel like that's a like i wouldn't say it was a challenge for me but it made me want to work harder to like okay either way i don't need your appraisal i don't need the validation of you telling me that you're proud of me because i mean i grew up in a hispanic like household i don't think i've ever gotten that whole i'm proud of you" or congratulations type of talk so but that made me just want to do better. Like, sometimes I did feel like the black sheep, even though I wasn't on the wrong path, but I felt like nothing I was doing was good enough. Mm-hmm. So, because sometimes we we sought out our family to give us that validation because, you know, that's the first people who that's in our lives before we start making friends or before we start figuring the world out for ourselves. Like, our family is the first barrier of social activity. Like so and how we feel about ourselves like they're they're the start of our ego in a way like how do they make us feel so i think for your situation not getting that from either one of your parents or just feeling like okay i'm constantly fucking up so you kind of took a different path instead of using that to push you to want to do like harder it kind of made you feel like well they're not going to look at me anyway so me fucking up really isn't going to make a difference you know
1: yeah definitely so. it uh it caused a feeling of not being um, accepted for who I was, which in in turn caused pain, caused suffering, caused sadness, which when you're getting hurt, when you're in pain, you start to put up these walls and the barriers, um, like I said earlier, they're there to protect you, they're there to help you through the pain. Um, but that barrier went into multiple aspects of my life. It went into it the way I accept
3: relationships too. Yeah, right.
1: With with relationships, with friendships, with my relationship to God, even with mm-hmm. my relationship to myself. So I had this barrier and still do to some extent. But mm-hmm. one thing I want to emphasize is that this barrier is most likely not going to come down overnight this is going to be a process and that is okay that is natural it is going to take a while for you to be able to trust people for you to be able to accept someone's love Mm -hmm. this is a process this is going to take time and you shouldn't be um you you should be okay with that
2: yeah like you shouldn't be so hard on yourself because i mean no matter what we are it's not a ra- it's not a race. It's a marathon. Like everybody processes things differently, and like who or who is anyone to tell you, okay, you're supposed to get it by now. Like, I mean, of course, at certain ages, you know, when you're in your mid twenties, like your mid twenties are meant for you to figure out. Like your mid twenties are meant to be selfish. Like you are allowed to choose yourself because if you don't learn those like those barriers for yourself, you don't learn those boundaries for yourself, then when you're 30, you're going to be accepting things that have no business being accepted. Like, and I'm talking like tolerating things that should not be tolerated because you didn't give yourself the time in your early 20s to actually um to master the fact, okay? I need to respect myself and I need to understand myself because, you know, obviously anybody that builds a wall for themselves as a defense mechanism or a way of protecting themselves has to be self aware of why they're building it in the first place. So you know, once you get to the understanding of that, then you can understand, okay, when certain times are, you know, whether you're presented with opportunities, or you're presented in front of a person that is giving you that is like proven to you that it's safe, like this is healthy, I can actually express myself to somebody and I don't have to be afraid. And I don't have to always feel like, okay, I always have to keep my guard up. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, how I look at it is, you know, I don't trust people at 100%. I'll give it to 90.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That 10% will always be open because, like I said, I can't put shit past people. Like, I can't. Like, people...
3: Definitely.
2: I Like, I, like the last situation I was in, you would think, like, this man is in the... He should be in... He should be an actor because he was giving some, like award-winning performances like you're (laughs) in the wrong you're in the wrong fucking career my dude because uh, like that's insane because I'm very self-aware and I know the I know the signs I know the triggers so it's like the fact that you maneuvered out of all of that and you just turned out to be a piece of shit goes to show why I only give people 90% of my trust and that 10% is left open so that way I can understand okay there's this 10% where they might flip the script and might be completely somebody else. Mm. But like at the end of the day, you never know. You don't know somebody hundred percent ever. Mm. There's a lot of there's a lot of things about people that you're not gonna know. So of course it's okay to have boundaries and to have certain shields about yourself. And I always like I always say don't give yourself at 100% yet until that person proves to you that they are deserving to even know these parts of you. Because I think as much as we tell ourselves I'm an open book, it's so easy for me to just talk about my past, talk about my story, which I personally don't have a problem with. But at the same time, I've learned that me opening up about my story has led, like, if when I'm opening up to the wrong person, it's letting them take advantage of a situation that I've been through and trying to manipulate it for their own benefit. So that's why you have to be careful. Like you can have a big heart, you can have a huge heart and have good intentions. But at the same time, you still have to have some type of boundary up for yourself. So of course, we always build these walls for ourselves. We want to make sure that am I am I taking if I'm if I'm doing these things, am I doing it for the correct reasons? Like am I removing certain blocks, certain bricks away for the right person or for the right opportunity? Because even jobs can not have your best interest. So, I mean, how would you say for, like, relationships that you feel, like, because obviously it always starts with your childhood, like, you growing up. Definitely. That that always is the pillar of how, like, where the foundation is set for how you're going to respond to friendships, relationships, job opportunities, and even your relationship with God. Like, this podcast is not, like, a Christian-based thing. Like, I'm Christian myself. I will talk about God, but that's just me. But – you know, everybody is different, but in your case, you know, you do believe in God and trying to rebuild a relationship back and understanding yourself in that is very important. So how would you say that, you know, growing up with that kind of expectation that your family put on you, including what you've seen outside and how they treated you, how do you think that affected you when it came ultimately to romantic relationships and also friendships that, you know, trusting friendships? Mm Mm-hmm. So you can start with front, or like you start start with relationships and then kind of go into like friendships.
1: I got you. Uh so man, I kind of lost my track, but <laughs> let, let let's go into relationships. So I would say, you know, you kind of have like you touched on you have to have some barrier. You mm-hmm. you just have to because if you fully take down your barrier, you're unprotected and you're just going to run in for the hug and then you're going to get hit again and then you're going to get hurt again. So you have to have some barrier. You have to have some level of a shield, but um, you can't let it overtake you. You can't just push everyone away. Yeah, you can't you, be
2: scared to take the risk.
1: Exactly. So relationship-wise, I would say uh, I have decent amount of trust issues. If I'm <laughs> honest, I mean I think that's a very Don't common. <laughs> that's a very common thing nowadays because uh, people have a way of letting you down. And yeah. that's just the reality of it. Um, and when you get let down, when you get cheated on, when you get manipulated, right. when when you get those type of feelings from someone, it's very hard for you to be an open book for the next person and yeah. just give them a fair trial, if you will, because you have this predetermined feeling on people, on the other sex or you know whatever you have this feeling that yeah everything seems all right everything seems good but i have this feeling in in my soul that this person could do me dirty the way the last person did
3: well that's
2: because you haven't given yourself that time to really trust your own instinct again because what this particular relationship did to you was you know Wolves and sheep clothing like, yeah they gave you the impression that it was safe you trusted that and they ended up being something that they were not mm-hmm. so obviously now as a man you're questioning your own instinct like how could i not see this like and mm-hmm. kind of criticizing yourself and like i always i always tell anybody don't be so hard on yourself because at the end of the day you looked at that situation with an open mind and open just taking a risk and just putting yourself into the situation but it's the fact of the matter is Did you walk away the second you saw a red flag? Did you acknowledge, you know, what was going wrong and taking yourself out of it? Because either way, I feel like experiences, even bad ones, are even they're still in your favor because those bad those bad experiences teach you what you don't want to deal with and don't want to tolerate in the next situation. Because, you know, when you don't take the time to understand those and actually digest everything that you've experienced, instead of turning that into holding someone else accountable, you know, hold your own self accountable, like, you know what? I was the one that put myself in this situation, but now coming out of this, I don't wanna put the next person at fault because they didn't do anything to me yet. However, I am gonna be looking out for these certain traits, for these certain things that I've experienced in the past and I'm not going to automatically flag this person without getting to know them. However, if I'm starting to see these patterns, I'm not going to allow it to go. It's not going to go any further than that. So that's why, you know, so many people I see and I hear stories of them being like, you know, I don't trust anybody, fuck these girls, all this stuff. And now, now imagine you having that mentality right now and you meet somebody and this person genuinely has good intentions for you. But because you haven't genuinely taken the time to hold yourself accountable, understand the bad experiences and using it with purpose and having an open mind and still not allowing that to affect you. Imagine you fumbling a situation that God himself sent to be a blessing to you. Exactly. That's the worst place you want to be at. Like, that's why I always ask and I always pray. I'm like, Lord, please don't let me fumble the things I prayed for. That's why it's so important to like heal those parts of you that you feel like. We're not healed and sometimes it has to come from you it has to be starting with you even if you're having to go as back as far as your childhood like sometimes our own parents fail us sometimes our parents will disappoint us and make us feel like you brought me into this world you know it was your job to make me feel loved make me feel validated and not make me feel judged Mm -hmm. and you couldn't even do that however sometimes You know, we don't ask who our parents and who, what the family we are brought into. But we do have full control of who, how we decide what route we want to go down. Like, if you want to continue to let yourself down, then you have nobody else to blame but yourself. You really don't. You can't crutch your childhood. You can't crutch onto, you know, well, my parents did this. You can't even use those excuses anymore because, you know, you're growing up, you're becoming an adult, you're seeing more of the world. And now, are you going to allow these things to constantly make you feel like you always have to be in defense? Because, I mean, as adults, yes, having walls built up is very important, but also being acknowledged of the fact, okay, when is it time from all the things that I've learned, all the things that I've gathered, I've gathered for myself out of, the, out of these experiences, am I going to be the person that's going to hinder me the most?
1: Exactly. Like,
2: like I have to take some type of accountability here because we can play the blame game because sit here, I can blame my parents for not showing up to my graduation or doing all this stuff or not staying there full time or putting me in situations that I had no business being put in as a child. But I didn't allow that because obviously, I keep keep a roof over my head. I pay all my bills and make sure everything that I need to do is done. And I do everything the best way I can for myself. And that's how I feel so many people should really take take that in and really root themselves I'm the controller of everything that goes on with me and how I respond to it. So back to the whole relationship thing. So now you feel kind of where, because you have these trust issues, do you, do you really think that these trust issues are because of, you know, your repeating patterns with same, like the same woman with a different face? Boy. Or you feel like you haven't genuinely taken the time to understand the red flags and you know change something within yourself so that way you're not attracting the same person because it sounds like you've been through multiple situations that are coming up alike, like you're seeing a mm-hmm. pattern, you're seeing something that's being repeated. So sometimes you gotta ask yourself, okay, maybe it's something about my actions and what I'm doing and my surroundings that is attracting the same person over and over again.
1: You know? mm-hmm. Definitely, I, I totally uh, resonate with that. Um, I feel like <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> uh, I feel like over the course of my, you know, love life, if you will call it, uh, I've definitely <laughs> attracted different types of people with the same type of disappointment in the end, where it end up feeling like, "Am I enough for this person?" Yada yada yada, all that type of stuff. Um,
2: I've done that.
1: <laughs> yeah so i feel like a lot of that does come from the walls that are built though because you have i developed my barriers in the relationship aspect from the first time and then it has affected me over the course um and there have been really sweet girls good people like genuinely good people that i have um backed away from you know like like just backed up in had my wall had my barrier because you know i was afraid of being hurt or the Mm -hmm. feeling of you know being unlovable if you will um so that is the part of the wall the part of the barrier you need to tear down because it is hindering you and your success with people um you know i feel like when you are behind this wall and your walls are so high up, you won't let anyone in. You you are a prisoner. You are are a prisoner of your own creation because you know, you're behind this wall and there are good people out there. There are really good people. There are good situations and people who really want to love you. Mm -hmm. And when you're behind this wall, you're, you're not going to get those opportunities. People aren't going to just sit by your wall just with the, jackhammer and just trying to open it up forever eventually they're gonna leave that's why I say you have to be the one to let people in even though it's hard at first even though you have trust issues even though it can be painful you know most relationships end in heartbreak that's just that's just not always always. but I feel like
3: give
2: my my listeners some damn hope I mean Listen, when you're in a healthy relationship and you're in healthy situations and opportunities, it's always going to work out for you no matter what. That's yeah. that's how I look at it. And most of the time when you come across these healthy situations, you're going to start to realize that this this opportunity, this person is actually going to grow you. And sometimes like I like to view like the wall as a metaphor towards, you know, like I said like your past traumas, like your childhood traumas, things that have failed you, that make you feel as if, okay, you know, I need to do this in order to have this outcome. But you know, you ever find yourself in dead ends and always at, you know, just it's not going anywhere. You're just making, you're going in circles and cycles. So, what would you say, like, like right now, like, what would you say your process is for right now to? not be your own blockage from things that could potentially be right for you Mm -hmm. because you know obviously you've said that you dealt with the same situation with you know females or even good females Mm -hmm. and still felt the need that okay i have to protect myself I'm like i can't fully trust something about you is just kind of it's not enough for me but do you think that's actually your gut feeling telling you that there's something off about this person or are you actually the one that's not allowing it because out of fear and out of scarce? like like scarcity like you feel like okay what if i settle for this and there's something better out there well what happens if that was better
3: mm-hmm.
2: like the grass is not great where you it's not green on the other side it's where you water it but it all depends on what what land you're watering it on because if the foundation is fucked it's not gonna, you know, no matter how many times you water it, it's not gonna go anywhere. It's not gonna make it any greener. So you have to make sure that the soil is fresh. Every, you know, I'm not, I'm not a fucking farmer, y'all.
1: <laughs> 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 but,
3: <laughs> but
2: all I'm gonna say is, is that if the crops are flourishing there, then you know the foundation where it's set is where you know you can grow things. So, do you think? that your overall childhood is what caused these like potential walls to be built up? Or, you know, what other situations outside of the relationships and the friendships do you feel like that failed you? Or do you feel like you're failing yourself? Because I feel like, you know, you do have a big heart. And I think that's the reason why you feel as if, like, you have to have these have these walls up and you have to have these barriers because you're afraid that, okay, if I give someone... I've given my heart to somebody once mm-hmm. and they obviously... Did not care. Like, I literally was in the midst of losing myself to trying to prove to someone, hey, I actually care about you. I'm willing to give you all of these things, but you're not willing to sit down and eat with me. So, I mean, my piece of advice in that, like, in that aspect is, you know, if they don't want to sit with you, then get up. Yeah. It's simple. It took
3: a while, but it takes a while, but like,
2: you know, I've learned, like, people, I mean, okay, this is really fucked up, but I look at people like produce. Like, are you going to sit there and entertain someone that expired? So, like, are you going to keep expired milk in your refrigerator? No, because there's no use for it. Yeah. So, why would you keep this person that already expired in your life? Why are you trying to keep them around as if they're, that you can preserve, like, you can preserve them. Like, Mm -hmm. you can beat the expiration time. Like, when someone's time with you is up, it's up. There's no, like you trying to go back and forth with them, trying to make things right. So, in that aspect, you are the, you are hurting yourself because you're trying to put something together that's not supposed to be together. And God won't let you be at peace with anything that you're not supposed to have in your life. Like, I've learned that I've situation I just got out of. I'm perfectly fine with how that situation, I'm not going to lie, I called him a bitch, but it's okay. <laughs> Listen, he deserved probably, it. Yeah, I was he about to say, it, probably okay? deserved it. He deserved it. What he did to this poor girl for three years and just in a month what he's done and lied about to me. I'm perfectly fine. God forgive me, but call that man a bitch a couple times. But no, like I feel like you know the person that you are now. Do you, would you say that you're more aware of the fact of how to, you know, take certain bricks down from this wall that you built up Definitely. and actually, you know, take accountability and take responsibility of your own actions? Because sometimes, you know, I feel like most of us just ignore it. Like we just avoid it. We mm-hmm. just wanna. You know i mean i've even been at fault for this like i've been guilty of this where i would point the finger at other people like well you did this to me or you did this to me, so that's why i'm like this and this is why i have to have some type of metaphorical wall up mm-hmm. and be protective of myself no nothing wrong with protecting God. <laughs> nothing wrong with protecting yourself but at the same time understand when you're protecting yourself from something that's bad and you're blocking something that's good because a wall is up for a purpose it's up there for a reason For protection but also understand when there has to be some type of door to let someone in and out of course so what how did you heal from that like how did you overcome those type of trust issues with you know even like how you respond to your family now Mm -hmm. because i get it i think you still struggle with trying to impress them in a way like even with school like you went to college and it wasn't for you, but I think the main reason why you went to college was because you felt like, okay, maybe if I do this, they'll start looking at me like, oh, okay, he's in college. He's doing something, yeah. but that's not your calling. You're just, you're trying to live up to an expectation that's not even your own, mm-hmm. and you can't do that, you know, and I feel like so many people try to live up to expectations that they don't have any, they have it's not even their own business, like, they're. it's not even their own expectation. Like, why should I live up to someone else's expectations of me when those I don't even carry the same aspirations in my own life? It's my life, it's your life. At the end of the day, what you feel like is gonna be happy for you, or what's gonna make you happy, you have to run with that because you're gonna disappoint every, you're gonna disappoint a lot of people in your life. I've come to the acceptance of that. Mm-hmm. My family can be disappointed in me, but at the end of the day, I'm doing what the fuck makes me happy, and. If I freaking drop dead one day, at least I know I can look back at my life and be like, you know what? Everything I showed up for, I did what I loved. End of story.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So how would you say that you overall like healed from all of that? Like getting past of seeking the validation of trying to impress your family, feeling like, okay, you know what? I don't need my family's I don't need my family's validation to make me feel like i'm enough because everything that i stimulate myself off everything that is self-ambitious you know like i said it's even the little things it's you just getting up every single day going to work and trying to push yourself to be a better person and not be the same person or the thing that hurt you and trying to amplify okay i want to be good to the world because mm-hmm. so, sometimes the world's not going to be good to you just because you're good but at the same time karma is a real thing though too what you put into the universe is what you receive so how did you keep feeling that I asked this like three times. So how did you feel <laughs> out
1: of uh, all of that? I, th- I think it's a process, but I feel personally the first thing you need to do to start breaking down these walls that you built um, is forgiveness. And forgiveness is a hard thing. Forgiveness doesn't necessarily need to be something that is expressed to this person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to forgive yourself for like you mentioned earlier on, like a lot of this is self-inflicted. A lot of this pain from having these walls up is self-inflicted. So you have to forgive yourself on that aspect because at the end of the day, you are just trying to protect yourself. Um, And you also have to forgive um, these people, not because they deserve it, not because, uh, not even because it's the right thing to do because you are the prisoner if you don't forgive you are the prisoner to your anger to to your um hatred yeah. if it is to that extent so you have to forgive yourself for that and then um or forgive them for that and then the second thing you've got to do is brick by brick like you said earlier it has to come down slow you have to keep some level of boundaries some level of barrier But you have to be mindful of when good people come into your life. I feel like
2: the wall should be, like, eye level.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's, like,
2: you can see whether or not this person is going to be, like, a bad – I mean, like I said, people are really good actors out here. They're really good at manipulating a situation and switching up the narrative to make themselves look as if, you know – they're the ones that are the victims they're mm-hmm. the ones that have this good heart in them but people just let them down left them right you can tell the difference between someone who's actually been let down by the world and came out of their own strength and wanted better for themselves versus you know someone who really just likes to victimize themselves and switch narratives and manipulate people to make them you know feel some type of way about them and then like this is very narcissistic but most of the time narcissistic people or partners validate themselves off of the attachment that others have to them like mm-hmm. they feel like okay if i'm controlling a situation then they are my personal puppets like i can move them in any way that i want so even with forgiveness like forgiving people who have hurt you that's hard yeah like i ain't gonna lie situation that i was in might take me a little bit mm-hmm. a couple couple days a couple mm-hmm. weeks in church but
1: i would definitely encourage you to have oh, the strength to yeah, be able to do that
2: forgiveness is the biggest thing like yeah. you know and that is a part of your healing process too is to forgive like even mm-hmm. to the people that have downright did you dirty and didn't didn't even give you an apology like i've gone through a lot of things without an apology there's a lot of like there's a lot of conversations that people that to this day don't speak to me because they know they owe me an apology yeah and Nine times out of ten, you're not going to get an apology from the person that hurt you. You're not going to get an apology from your own family members because not, like, they're not even aware of the fact that they did this. But if you are you know, that type of person where you speak up and you're like, you know what? I forgive you for doing this. And they're just like kind of blindsided, like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And that's all you need to say. You don't even need to explain it because at the end of the day, you've experienced this. And if they don't want to take an own, like own acknowledgement of what they did mm-hmm. it is what it is that's something that they have to deal with that's between themselves yeah like you in a way it's like you're detaching yourself when you forgive. it's like i'm letting go of this bitterness i'm getting letting go of this hate because if i keep this held on it's not going to make me it's not going to let me progress in my own life like mm-hmm. i'm i'm hurting other people like indirectly because i didn't let this go yes and like it, it just doesn't, nothing comes good out of holding things like in and just bottling up all these emotions because, you know, I think like we're all humans. We all have our emotions, but forgiving and letting them go so that way you can move on. You're doing yourself, you're doing yourself a favor sometimes when you forgive, like 100%. as harsh as it is, but you know, part of your healing process and like your healing, I think, you know, slowly... I think maybe have you like forgave like each person that's done this, so that way you can have more of a positive outlook for yourself and your
3: life.
1: Yes, uh, you know, it is definitely a process. You know, it, it's a lot more than just saying I <laughs> forgive you and then forgetting about it. <laughs> oh, life. Um, Takes but time. but the thing is, change is possible. Um, your past traumas, if you keep the wall up metaphorically um they're gonna they're gonna hinder you and you're gonna punish people who don't deserve to be punished like you kind of touched on you're gonna push people away who don't need to be pushed away based on past experiences past traumas past feelings of disappointment and um you know i wrote down here this can be a very slow process like i've been saying but you know That's okay. And it's still something I work on, I'm sure it's still something you're working on. You know, it it is a process. This isn't an overnight switch. You're not going to just magically forgive someone just because you say I forgive you, you know, it it is a process. And it is something that you need to start at least, you know, you got to take the first steps, the, you know, you're facing this mountain, this, this Mount Everest, if you will, and the hardest steps are going to be the first ones, not the steepest. It's going to be the first steps because you're you're comfortable in your campsite. You're comfortable with them, that being over there and this being right here. And, you know, you need to climb this mountain. You need to forgive them. But it's it's just really hard to take those steps. It's just really hard to be vulnerable in that way to yourself because it, it causes a lot of ref- reflection on your life and like i said you you have to forgive yourself as well because in most situations they may have been the one who wronged you initially 100 percent. but you're going to be the one who causes you pain after that it, it is ultimately your choice this is harsh but it's true it's your choice to hold on to this stuff yeah it's your choice to bottle this up and have it fuel your 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 anger, your, your, anger rage, your negativity
2: Like, and hard pill to swallow nine times out of ten the people that have done you wrong most of the time like just depending on the person like if they're narcissistic if they're toxic they don't want to take responsibility and accountability of what they've done themselves they honestly don't care it's We're not affecting them yeah. it's not affecting them so it's like imagine you holding on to this for this long and the person that you're having, all this hatred, doesn't even give a shit about you. Like, they do not care how mm-hmm. much they affected you. Yeah. So, and like you said, it is hard to do those things, do those processes. But it's about the fact that you are taking the initial steps because that is part of your growing process. That's part of you being more self-aware and being more rooted into yourself. So that way you're acknowledging what's happened to you, but you're also acknowledging the fact that you're not going to allow this to impact you anymore. Mm -hmm. Because when you start letting things impact you in a negative way, you're going to start acting in a negative way. And normally, like, dark, like dark parts of yourself seem to be very easily spread but that's why i always say too it only takes one light in a room to light up Mm -hmm. like it literally only takes one light and sometimes that forgiveness that change of pace that change of action and you deciding you know what people have hurt me my parents have let me down you know friendships have let me down but the only person that i know in my heart that i have full control and motion of that can't let me down is me Mm -hmm. and if i let me down then i then i'm really like i have no one else really to blame at this point because you can't control what other people do and as much as we feel in our heart that we can influence people people are going to do what they want to do and if that means they're them slicing and dicing your heart and having no mercy you have to be accepting of the fact that that can happen like mm-hmm. if you're not accepting if you're not you know taking your glasses off and actually seeing it for yourself like okay this person just doesn't care.
3: Mm-hmm. They
2: don't care. But I have to prepare myself for the things that are not initially going to care about me the way I care about it. Because you are your own original self. And that's what you always have to remember and always have to remind yourself of is that you are your own copy. So yes, certain love, certain respect, certain you know understandings is going to be reciprocated from someone who's, who is capable of like, reciprocating that back to you. But if you're just dwelling on things, to people who have done you wrong, and now you're just, now it's like you're expecting people to disappoint you. And when you're expecting that, you're going to come across it way more. Like I, you have to shift your mindset and you have to shift your eyes into seeing more positive things in your life so that way you can actually receive them more. Because if you're just thinking negatively, you're just like, you know what, I'm just this, I don't, I, I don't trust nobody. Nobody's coming near me. These walls are built up, ain't nobody coming in. The only person you're initially hurting is yourself at the end of the day.
3: 100%. Like you are
2: not, you're not growing anywhere. You're just staying in circles. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, you may not be getting hurt by nobody, but where are you though? You're mm-hmm. alone. No yeah. one is there for you. No mm-hmm. one can be there for you because you're blocking them out. And 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 at fault, there's nobody else that you can blame. That's why it's so important. Like, if you've ever been in a situation where you feel like, okay. I'm initially alone i'm bitter i have all this hate in my heart why am i only cultivating these negative things because you're like you're a negative person now so it what is. do you expect obviously you're going to see negative things because you're not allowing yourself to be more open-minded to the fact that there actually are good people out here there are people who are genuine like as fucked up as the world is there's still good people in it because if you know you exist you know you have a big heart and you care about people in a way that you would cross oceans for people no matter what, still do them, like act on them. You don't always have to be afraid to think, okay, what if I cross an ocean and that person won't cross a puddle? Fucking cross the ocean regardless because that shows your character and you're being true to yourself. And nobody can take away your authentic self more than you can take that away. Because if you're not acting on things that matter to you, you're not being real to yourself. And that completely diminishes you being self-aware. Because we, can, we all go through things, we all go through situations that are going to break us, that are going to disappoint us, but you hurt yourself the most when you let yourself down and when you don't take action to change and you know, have that wall be let, like at eye level so that way you can see for yourself, okay, this has happened in the past, I know how to deal with it because I've already experienced it, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to allow that situation that's happened to me in the past make me into a shitty person because- mm-hmm i'm not this person like you can tell like when like like you said in your situations with your parents and with like females in the past part of you knows the reason why you're protecting yourself is because you know you have a big heart so it's like you're doing this but at the same time you're not even allowing yourself to be expressive and exposing who you actually are to the world because you have this you have this barrier up Mm -hmm. and listen you can have boundaries but understand when certain boundaries need to be set in stone and know the difference between a boundary that's something that's not changing and a wall that someone could possibly show you, it's safe here. Like give it time, allow yourself to marinate in it so that way you know for a fact, like you're not just gonna step into freaking flames and now you're burning on fire. (laughs) Yeah. Like this ain't this freaking episode of Spongebob where homies literally running around, (laughs) everything's on fire, fire, like files are being thrown everywhere like you know for a fact because how you know you're in a healthy situation is how like you rest and digest like if you really feel like you're at home
3: mm-hmm.
2: like I'm, t- I'm talking actually at home like you feel safe Yeah. like so i mean that was good that <laughs> was really good
1: yeah i like that do you have
2: any other points that like, you want to make towards this or just like what advice um. that you would give based off of your own your own um experiences that you could tell younger you Mm -hmm. out of this like you know the type of person that you are and the type of person that you're working towards to be
1: i I would say to end off you know there um i just like to touch on the positive sides Mm -hmm. of breaking the wall down um pain will still come you know Mm -hmm. that's inevitable if you think just because they're good people you're not going to get hurt uh you're wrong you know the the main thing you should take away from it though is you are strong you can know when there are red flags and you can walk away mm-hmm. uh you you know you're strong enough to handle stuff you don't need the barrier anymore yeah. the the punches aren't really being thrown anymore you aren't getting beaten you know you might catch a <laughs> little uh, yeah, catch I some strays but <laughs> you know you might catch some strays but it'll be okay and um Some of the positive things, like I've felt like over um, the past year, I've uh, developed a lot of new friendships um, with people. And these are people that I'm very close to. One guy in particular, his name's Jared. Uh, I'm sure he's going to listen to this. Oh, he listens to it? Yeah. Put him on. I'm I'm, going to tell. I'm going to tell. put him on. Listen. Um, This
2: is for both males and females. Yeah. We don't discriminate here.
1: But yeah, I love you, bro. But (laughs) all these people in my life, you know, if I met them even like two or three years ago, I probably wouldn't have been able to open up just because I had this barrier, this wall. And I think it's very important that you find your tribe. We kind of touched on that a little bit. But um, this lone wolf mindset that I'm sure many of you have is—it's going to be your downfall in the end. You know, it might keep you safe for now but it, it will be your downfall in the end, even though it was once your shield, it's going to be your downfall. And um, I, I think there's just so much positivity in the world that you may not be able to see right now because you you are behind kind of the wall. Yeah.
3: So
2: your, your sight is kind of blinded by what's what's been clouded by the negativity that you've been through, but understand that we're not meant to be in this world alone, mm-hmm. like we're not. In, it's literally like people who like it's crazy prisoners and like solid like solitaire like is that solitaire yeah. it's a fucking card game <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm talking about like yeah, yes. what is it there's like, something soli- solitary, solitary confinement, solitary confinement. Think, yeah. okay yeah. people literally lose their minds yes being alone 100%. for a long like long period of time like no distractions nothing like you just you and your thoughts like people lose their minds like mm. we're not meant to be in our own company for so long like of course sometimes god will isolate us that way it can just be me and him definitely like not like and and at that point you're not alone either Mm -hmm. because he's taking you away from things so that way he can teach you and make you understand other aspects of yourself that you've never actually discovered if it's not going through him i've actually had plenty of discoveries within myself and i really feel at peace with myself like i don't feel the need to validate myself off of a relationship or you know, what, how much money I have in the bank or, you know, what I'm genuinely just like my passions come straight out of my, like what I feel is true to myself and what I want to do. And what I want to do is just help people and heal people and Mm -hmm. make people understand that there's more parts of you than what you think. And you don't always have to feel like I'm in this by myself. Like you're not like everybody go through, everybody goes through their own thing. Like Mm -hmm. whether you have trauma in your childhood, whether you have problems trusting people, whether you have, you know, problems trusting yourself, it's like allowing yourself to gain that trust for yourself back and knowing, you know what, at the end of the day, I've made my mistakes. I've made certain choices that I'm not proud of, but that doesn't define everything that I am. And, you know, whoever is listening to this, I want you to understand that, you know, things that's happened to you, that doesn't mean that you have to become those negative things. You don't have to become a negative walking thing in this world. And only attract negative things when there's so much more for you. Like, you don't have to, like, lean towards only believing that there's nothing good. When there's there's a never-ending pit of good things, you just have to be the one to unlock it for yourself so that way you can understand, wow, like, I finally got to the point with myself, like, okay, these good things are coming for me because I no longer have that protective feeling of myself, like, I need to be this or I need to do this life is not a game. Mm -hmm. You do what you feel like, do what you know in your heart is right and just go with it. Like, and just being in full acceptance, like shit is going to happen. People are going to disappoint you, but also people are going to make you happy. People are going to bring you to opportunities. People are also going to, you know, potentially heal you without them actually trying to heal you. And people are going to also open your eyes to see more of yourself than what you ever did. Like, so many people. It's funny. A lot of my friends have told me that I pointed things out about them that they themselves have not realized about themselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I was like, hold up.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: They're like, yeah, like you made me understand something about me that I didn't even know I like I'm capable of doing. Mm-hmm. So if I can do that for someone, then of course, like I'm always gonna acknowledge that. And That's why I feel like very like I'll give you my own standpoint, standpoint from like everything I just listened to. I think you've been let down a lot in your life and I think you know you shouldn't you're getting to the point where you don't want to let yourself down anymore like you want more for yourself like there's more out here and you don't want to be someone who is blocking out all those blessings that God truly does have for you and the more open you are to receiving them the more it's gonna you're gonna be more accessible to them like you're gonna see it way more than what you have in the past because you don't have that mindset anymore of being oh, I can't, I'm not going to do this, or something doesn't seem right off, like something's wrong about you, something's off, even though there's n- literally nothing off about them. Yeah. You're just second-guessing your own your own trust and your own intuition, mm-hmm. and that's causing you to fail in plenty of situations or even second-guessing yourself in opportunities.
3: Like, mm-hmm.
2: if you want more for yourself, just do it. The sky literally is the limit. Like, if you want to do them, you don't have to settle for things that you feel like you're not capable. Like, you feel like this is all i'm capable of doing yeah like search out like seek out your passions what you feel like this is something that calls me and just run with it
3: like mm-hmm.
2: like right now in school i don't want to do this math shit.
3: <laughs> but i want yeah. like
2: i need i want to get my degree mm-hmm. to be a mental health counselor because that's something that i need to go after like yeah. sometimes things are going to be hard but listen if it was easy everybody would be doing it definitely so I'm so happy that you're here. Like this is really good. I hope yeah. somebody out there took some, some something from this yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I,
1: I hope I hope some of you got <laughs> like
2: three pages over here, y'all. Yeah, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> we in
1: the
3: background.
1: Oh, that's good. But yeah. But Alyssa, good. thank you for you know having me on. It, it's been a blast. I I very much enjoyed talking to you. It's really good to see you again. You know. Yeah,
2: it was really good to hang in. I'm like I'm happy that you felt. Just open enough to just share certain things about what you've dealt with in the past and Mm. just, you know, showing a vulnerable side because most of the time men don't, are not conditioned to show sensitive sides of themselves. And the fact that you did, that shows a lot, that shows a lot of power within you to show other men that are listening, like, you know what? I can take power and initiative into my own vulnerability and my own sensitive side and embracing my emotions instead of neglecting them because sometimes when we're neglecting our emotions, we're actually neglecting our inner child and ourselves. Yes. So I'm proud of you. You did that. I appreciate you, you Alyssa. You did that. Yeah,
1: we did it. Yeah. We did it. We, we did it. that. We did that. Yeah, anyways, <laughs>
2: guys. Um, I will see you back here on the next episode. It's almost 12 o'clock at night and at home we got to drive home and I got homework to do. So... Hope everybody enjoyed today's episode. Uh, it was definitely a pleasure having an old friend of mine come back and say a few encouraging words to whoever needs it. And like I said, my DMs are open. Please leave a review if you can. And just just so so that way I can reach, you know, more eager listeners that want to heal their minds, expand more of their perspectives and overall just get back to the piece of themselves so i will see you guys back here on the next episode
0: hell yeah that was good thank you guys so much for joining in on the mind is the matter podcast i hope this episode along with every episode is bringing you closer to your inner peace and supports you along your healing journey if you're loving the vibe this podcast is bringing to you and want to stay up to date with upcoming episodes please hit that follow button and leave a review so it can help me reach other potential listeners who are eager to get to the root of their true selves also my dms are open for questions at the mind is a matter pod so go ahead and give that a follow as well to receive daily motivational quotes and updates on upcoming episodes continue to be patient with yourself along this journey and i will see you back here on the next episode